Hello and welcome to Off Piste, where we try desperately to stay on topic as we talk about pop culture's biggest questions. I'm Neil Whitehead. I'm Dan Luck. And I'm Dan Tull. And this week... What's the worst character archetype to be? So when you watch movies or read books or read comic books, you get these recurring ideas. So the same kind of character tropes keep cropping up. We were wondering, which of these character archetypes would you least like to be? Well, I know which one I would least like to be. Um, I would least like to be uh, the sage or the wise old man uh, archetype. Because a lot of these wise old men characters, like... um, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, like... Stick. Old Ben Kenobi, I guess. Splinter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Some of these sort of um, characters, like, they're quite hermity. Aren't they? They, they do live out in the sticks. Lonely men. Um, and until such oh. a time comes as this hero character comes along to um, uh, to gain their training or whatever, what are you doing? Training? In that main, in Mr. That Miyagi sells washing machines? Let's no, he's say, a janitor. There you go. Uh, let's just say that, for example, um, that I'm just some hermity, like, wise master of something like or Like in an old kung fu movie, you live on top of a mountain. Something like that, yeah, or in a, some sort of, like, swampy setting, or, or in the woods, or something like that. Like, what am I doing in the time where I'm waiting for this hero to come along and get their training? Like, it might not just be uh, one hero. I could are be you just a janitor? Like, I might be a janitor of the forest. Fuck off. <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, so like, what is that? I'd be bored to tears if I was in that role. I would be having a also, bad, bad time. You'd be almost singularly responsible for the life yeah, of this exactly. young protege, and they yeah. always get the shit kicked out of them at least once. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I would imagine that I had gone through quite a few as well. So let's picture this, right? Close your eyes. Imagine you are the wise old sage. Where do you live? What do you do? I live, I live in the mountains. What are you training people to do? I'm training people to, to slay the great beast that plagues our world. They're fucked, because you can't train them to do shit in that regard. I've been alone for a long time, Neil. <laughs> if you, yeah, I can't imagine. If I was going to go out, right, I'm the chosen one, fated to defeat the great evil. Ah, you've arrived at last. Do you, do you know where... Do you know where the mystic is? Because I'm looking for someone that can teach me how to fight dragons. Ah, you look at him, young man. Get fucked. You're a skinny white guy. What are you going to do? Oh, I, young, I, I am your contemporary rival. Oh, no. Here oh. also to challenge the oh, beast. Oh, fantastic. I can, I can train both of you but at I, the same time. I am more arrogant and more power hungry. <laughs> but the power comes within, within, son. Silly old man, train me. <laughs> I shall train you both, but the answers will come from within. And then he inexplicably still does better, but then at the end of the movie, by some bullshit, I win. I won't let either of you leave. I will keep your training going as long as possible because I'm so lonely <laughs> you don't on this be alone. fucking mountain. Master, my hands, they bleed. You're not working hard enough. <laughs> also, you basically get some free slave labour. Basically, yeah. Because like, as the wise old sage, you can tell people to do whatever, they, whatever you want. The path to inner strength comes from chopping more of this firewood. <laughs> It's a cold winter ahead. 
It's cold winter now, master. <laughs> Put some more gloves on. More gloves? How many gloves is he wearing? Eight pairs. Really the true gloves come from within. <laughs> the true gloves do not come from within. Also, uh, riff on the True Blood movie, uh, TV show, True Glove. True. How good. <laughs> it does nothing to do with True Blood. No, not at all. Instead of vampires, it's just gloves. So then one of you would try to leave. Probably you. I think I'm the one who kills you. Yeah, and then I have to go. It revenge. would be a sweet release for me. <laughs> this torment of being alone is finally over. What? You have wasted three years of my life, master. But it's three years where you've gotten more powerful. Here's my firewood chopping skills. Thank you. <laughs> I, I I finished chopping some. Oh god. Oh god. Finish me. It's just usually you say avenge, but no, you just want to die. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Oh, Why are you living on a mountain? I've been exiled for some reason. Like the beast. Like <laughs> is it for your abuse of your your fucking students? <laughs> um, well, there was some sort of shenanigans where a, a prominent hero, who everyone thought was going to finally slay this beast, it was like the first hero ever, ended up getting his ass completely handed to him. Uh, so I got exiled. Um, I did how old, have how old was your It was a freak accident, but it looked like he just wasn't well trained enough. I also feel like you've been an old man for. Gone on, a long time. Yeah. Are you one of those sort of Asians who have gone from no facial hair to all of it at once? You know, you know, they go from like having no facial well, also, hair. Also, it, it's the Hong Kong kind of long fa- fantasy action beard. movie mm. trope where the mystic has a really long white beard. Mm. Also, I feel like they can run up walls and shit most of the time. Probably can he can kick. Maybe off it's tree. just quite cold on this mountain, so I can't run up the walls quite like I used to be able to. My bones creak. Oh, Rather a lot. You're the worst. You're the worst old master ever. Exactly, but it's because th- that would be the worst one to be. It would be a really lonely trope until destiny arrives. But what? Think for a moment. What old man would be like if destiny didn't arrive? Yeah, exactly. I'd you just, just be, die. I'd be like that, but Alone. worse, just like forever. Do, what? Do, also, so talk us through lonely old man's final day. When destiny hasn't arrived, well, I, I feel like he's gonna go like into the local town and be like, "You, you're the chosen one," and like an eight-year-old boy's gonna be like, "What are you talking about? You c- come and come and train in my monastery." What? No, stranger danger, <laughs> stranger danger. Uh, I'm not going there. I'm not going there for a week. change. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see what you were trying to bait me into it. <laughs> I can tell exactly what you were doing there, trying to make portray me as this fucking monster again. But I'm not having it this week. You fucking puppet master. Fuck you. Eat shit. I've Smirching been, my character. I've been rumbled. I don't think I've been trying to certainly get him there this whole time. I wasn't. I was just genuinely doing a bit. So going back to your point, where it's uh, this old sage's it's, last, it's, day, it's last day, no one has turned up. <sighs> so cold. Nobody to chop firewood. <laughs> but my my arms, they're almost frostbitten to the core. <laughs> I can't even I can't even pick this axe up to kill myself. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! So cold. <laughs> Betty, Elizabeth, I'm coming. <laughs> I'll be with you soon. This got really dark. Exactly. It would be a bad trope to be. Can I bring Archetype. a lighter note? Usually these ancient monasteries are at the top of mountains and there's long, long staircases. Yeah. You could do that bit from Ace Ventura where he sends a slinky down the stairs. I'd also have a stairlift, most likely. How good! Mm, quite a long one. I, I imagine it's steam-powered as it's well. It's automatically so... set to at the top because I'm up there, so people can't, so heroes can't cheat and take it oh, off. Oh, good, yeah. 
because you know that's just common sense. They can't prove they're a, a true hero if uh, they can't navigate the steps to my uh, the steps my, to enlightenment. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, to my teachings. Do you have any? T- I feel like you've got to speak only in cryptic riddles. P- pretty much, yeah. <laughs> just that's what I'm trying to go with. Non-stop nonsense, yeah. especially because they don't. They don't Everything really... comes with the, from within. Yeah, but. There doesn't have to be any meaning behind it, really. You just have to, like, look wise when you mm. say it, and people will... Bit of a beard stroke. And know. then every now and then there's, like, um, like a Japanese pipe goes... And you look towards a camera that's not actually there. When spring comes, the grasshopper jumps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, your, your student's just like, oh! It's so wise. And it's, it's just like, the student's just like, we must find the grasshopper. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Master, we brought you this grasshopper. What have you brought me that for? Because <laughs> you said in, in spring, the, the grasshopper jumps. That, that sounds like something, I would say. That's, um... Go get me some booze. <laughs> it keeps me warm on these cold nights. And also a blanket of your own skin. This reminds don't kill him. I don't want him to leave. <laughs> no, I'm talking about a flesh cuddle. This reminds uh. me of an actual story from history. Um, Alistair Crowley was like a really famous occultist back in the old days, in the 1800s. He was yeah. in the Golden Dawn and he was um, an occultist master and he had these disciples mm-hmm. and he'd given them these really, really weird rules like you can never refer to yourself in the first person. If you ever say I or me, you have to cut yourself with a razor. Right. And when you've done that for three weeks, come back to me. And so they come back to him, covered in cuts, and they're like, finally, I think I've managed to release myself from the burden of, of the self. I think I've really developed. And he goes, you actually did it. <laughs> Little shit. <laughs> I didn't think you'd actually do it. Well, so I said I at least like three times then. Just non-stop, just rubbish. Yeah. But he had all these um, rituals which mostly involved his own semen. It was just <laughs> non-stop of nonsense. Of course they did. Um, right, I want to talk about my trope. Yes, go ahead. Which I, archetype would you decide to be? The Boy Scout hero. Oh, no. <laughs> so, like, your Superman is kind of the, the ultimate one, but also Peter Petrelli in Heroes. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, I just imagined you literally dressed as a Boy Scout and, like, a line of, like, actual-sized Boy Scouts, <laughs> and you, it was just... Well, there's no, one of those in, in Up. Yeah. So you've got... Yeah, so you basically, Quite to easy. describe that trope would be to say it's a otherwise unremarkable person with good intentions who finds himself put in a hero role. But I think above that, it's someone that's better than you. That's what it always is. It's someone who has the same morals as you, but does it better. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I, I have morals and I stick to them because I'm not a massive hypocrite like all of you fucks. <laughs> Everyone hates that guy. Yeah. That guy's never any fun at parties. No, no. It's like, oh, you're drinking, are you? And then just a judging look. Some what what you're describing pretty much is a militant vegan. Yeah, yeah, but then like with everything. Yeah, which like, is what you should be. Yeah. So to, to divulge slightly into a small vegan rant, right? <laughs> I have no problem with the vegan diet. I think if it's healthy, then it's fine, whatever. Free warning to any vegans listening. No, if you're a vegan, fine. If you're one of those ones who starts preaching about cruelty to animals, yes, okay, cruelty to animals. But if you're going to get on your horse about that, you better not be buying clothes from Prime. Yeah, exactly. You be. have to take umbrage to literally every facet of life, and you can't do that because you can't. But back to the point. Kill yourself. Wow. <laughs> Please don't. No one do that. We all very much love you. I wouldn't go that far. I think there's extremes. I, I, I you guys are fine. You find, I some, find somewhere in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. 
Dan doesn't really understand what love is. Um, <laughs> I want to know what love is. Don't do that, we'll get sued. Oh yeah, shit. Because oh, that God. was 100% accurate. But yeah, so <laughs> essentially, I'm forced to this moral code. I have to stick to it, and everyone hates me for it. Like, no matter where I go, I'm sitting there going, Oh, you've parked on a double le- yellow line. Mm. And I was like, oh, you're a cunt, mate. <laughs> so, um, what, so you're the the Boy Scout superhero kind yeah. of type. Um, so, <laughs> but you, you also get you get it in action movies. You get it oh, when where there's that one cop who's the really straight laced, yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah. fucking chill out, mate. Got to do everything by the book. Fuck off. Everyone hates that guy. Yeah, because like, yeah, going off the book always gets the bad guy. It gets results. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like Officer Straightlace, look, listen. It's Straightless Say, thank you very much. <laughs> Officer Straightless Say. We've, we, we've uh, arrested that teenager who stole the bread, but it turns out his family are in extreme poverty. The owners decided that they don't want to press charges, so we want Well, he to... has committed a crime, so we should probably bring him in. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, f- I feel like they're not going to press charges. No, but there's laws in place, and we really can't go against yeah, them. But... Straightless say it's it's an open shut case. No, but there are laws, and we can't. I'm aware of the laws. I've been in this business for 15 years, officer. I think we should just let it slide this time. He's you would say should... that, wouldn't you? I've seen you chewing gum with your mouth open. Well, it's it's a thing I've been working on, but uh, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing in the law about chewing exactly. gum with your mouth. As long open. as I don't. Uh... Sometimes you talk to your colleague about your wife behind her back. You don't know anything about my wife. I'd she say doesn't that, have a back. I'd say that eavesdropping is not very nice either. You're a police officer. <laughs> and then I just collapse in on myself like just a black hole. Just like say his name backwards. <laughs> <laughs> what did that thing do with the real straightless say? Oh no! <laughs> so begins a quest to save uh, straightless say. And thus save Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know, it feels like a Christmas. Uh, it's a special. Right? The, the... <laughs> I think we sort of lost track of what we were talking I about. I love that Detective Straight Lassay. It's a real thing. Detective Straight Lassay. Can we make it canon that the kid who stole bread was Johnny No GCSEs? Yeah. <laughs> He's down on his luck again. Don't think that needed saying. Because <laughs> he doesn't have GCSEs. Well, he had GCSEs. Or, or food. They were nullified. He went to university in. Uh, in Penal, then that university got blown up. <laughs> so he's back. He's now living on the streets. Stealing bread. Oh, hard times. I'm not even sure if he's got a family anymore. No, they got nullified. Oh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> bread's just for himself and some younger children that he's taken under his wing. It's just, just an interview in the interrogation room with Johnny No GCSE. It's just like, how's it going, Johnny? Wait, am I Johnny No yeah, GCSE? I think now? I was implied by the way we both just looked expectantly at you. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. What, what happened? <laughs> Johnny's being interviewed. Oh, right, being, by, by Detective Straight Lassay. Yeah, we oh. swapped. Oh, we swapped. Cool, I'm into it. Why'd you take the bread, Johnny? I'm, I'm so hungry. So, so very hungry. Where are your GCSEs, Johnny? They were nullified by A Reed Richards. Likely story. <laughs> listen, listen, Johnny, we're we're on your side here, okay? All you gotta do is just is this tell good us cop why and this better happened. cop. <laughs> I want results, GCSEs. <laughs> okay, calm down, straight. Let's say he doesn't need that. He's just a boy. We've gone so off piece. You're meant to be the perfect man. <laughs> You're just abusing children now, <laughs> or at least the kid who's old enough to have at least had GCSEs. At Can one we point. talk briefly about Man of Steel? I guess, yeah. Where, how... where Superman is not what you described. Exactly. Superman, the whole point of Superman is that he's better than you. Like, he's morally just superior to you. And that's why you're meant to be behind him, because he's like good old American southern charm and hospitality being the good guy. And then he just murders a dude. 
he also leads to the death of probably several yeah, hundred, maybe thousands in, that's of That's indirect, but he just straight he up, just up ices snaps the dude. He does have a strange point to draw the line, doesn't he? Because Zod's about to zap like three people. Yeah. And like at one point in that film, before the fighting is done, Superman is making up with Lois Lane at ground zero. At which one is point, compacted buildings. So he's presumably... No, fuck that. At one point, he lets his dad die. For no reason. <laughs> For no reason at all. He's just like, yeah, this seems reasonable. God, let my dad does die. not need to die in that film. <laughs> no. He could have gone out, he could have walked out, and no one would have thought, oh, he must be Superman. They've just gone, oh, Clark's keeping his dad safe. Yeah, good on you. Doesn't he go save a dog or something? His dad goes to save the dog. Yeah. The dog gets out and runs away. Yeah. Dad doesn't follow the dog. That was a bad film. Um, <laughs> it was an otherwise healthy man, if I'm right, yeah? Yeah. That's the thing. Usually in Superman... Um, what's he dies of a heart attack. Yeah, uh, Pa Kent Parkent. dies of a heart attack. And that's meant to be symbolic of the fact that no matter how powerful he is, Superman can't always save the day because you can be faster than a speeding bullet, but you can't stop a cancer. Um, you can stop a tornado. You can though. easily stop a tornado. You don't even have to stop the tornado. It's just give your dad a hug. Superman's pretty good at not letting people die in those scenarios. Yeah. Whereas cancer, you can't do much about. No, I mean, I mean, he could punch cancer. Oh, I don't. Think I, that'd be would good. it remove the cancer from them? It would, but it would also remove a lot of other things. I'm like the skeleton, their actual heart. I'm 100 percent certain that um, uh, Superman has treated cancer before, though, with his laser, laser vision, and oh, yeah. vision and. Kryptonian super spay. Oh, he has super science. Kryptonian super science. So he'll just look at it and go, ah, oh, I science that. Also, science. right, he's sort of a piece of shit, Superman, <laughs> right? Because half of the Justice League has no parents. Batman's got no parents. Green Arrow's got no parents. Um, Flash has no Flash, parents. Flash, I don't know if Flash has parents. Like, they've all got no parents. I'm pretty sure none of them have parents, because yeah. that's like a thing. Apart like... from Superman, who bitches at about being the last of his race. But he has got parents. He's got three. He's got Ma and Pa Kent. And then he's got hologram parent. Sometimes. But my point is, he does have a mum and dad that are there, that look after him, that have always been there for him, always looked out for him. Yeah, he grew up with. Yeah, stop being a prick. Yeah. Like, he, he really ignores what they do for him. Yeah. Not the nicest son. And he doesn't work on the farm either, little shit. He yeah, he could easily just like make their farm like the best in the entire Tri-County area. With, I don't know where that is. but Just in general, Smallville. Maybe, but it, it wouldn't even be hard. What is a tri-county area? I assume it's three counties, but yeah, I think it's a tri-state area. Tri-state area, yeah. Which is a place, and I don't know which three states it is. Hi, any Americans. Americans. <laughs> any Americans who have any idea how just that tweet shit us. works? Then yeah, just whack a tweet. Over. Maybe maybe email us a map with a circle drawn on it. I don't know. <laughs> three points. I guess it's three points. Is it? I think it's three state. I don't fucking know. Right, let's, something let's, to do. Let's something something on. Illuminati. So <laughs> yes, pretty much. Um, so. Can we quickly talk about how there are Illuminati in Marvel Comics and they're totally the heroes? Yeah, yeah. it's like Doctor Strange... Black um, Bolt, yeah. um, Professor X and Reed Richards. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah let's leave that alone. Um, so for me, I've chosen the slutty best friend. Like oh, in uh, any uh, Sex and the City. Ever. Uh, yeah, every rom-com. So the problem I have with that is because they are, they are portrayed generally as the fun-loving, less stuck-up counterpart to the main character. Generally in a chick flick where um, main character is maybe down on her luck and maybe has... Renee Zellweger. Yeah, not getting a lot of sex, but then has a best friend who is getting laid all the time, very sexually free and promiscuous um, and experimental. Those movies always do sort of just use sex as a shorthand for fun, which is weird. Yeah, exactly. But glossing over that, you are forced to be on all the time. Every day is 
making a funny joke about how many sexual partners you have. Like a lot of their characters derive from um, main character saying, oh God, he did this weird thing. And then your sexy slutty characters going, yeah, I had that once. But they'll do that like eight or nine times in a film. And if you've got sequels, suddenly you're looking at them having... How many Bridget Jones films are there? I don't know, two. Three? To a degree, I guess that's Barney Stinson, I suppose, from uh, How yeah, I Met Your Mother he's, still, well. he's the yeah. slightly character in that show. Yeah, sure. doesn't have to be female. It's the same walking nightmare. Yeah. I think part of it is also, they always have to look good. Because the main character in rom-coms always has that one scene where they're not wearing the makeup and they're, lo- you're like, they're still clearly well, very attractive, but the movie t- has tried to make them look unattractive. Typically what they'll have is movie unattractive, which is still by any normal standards quite attractive. But then by the end of the film, there'll be a big reveal scene where it's like, it's the ugly duckling thing, isn't it? I like, hate that in films, where they're like, oh, if we put, give her some glasses and back home her hair a bit, she's ugly. Fuck off. That's what the entire series of Ugly Betty is predicated on. It's an attractive woman just with glasses. And they're like, oh, God, look how ugly she is. She's working in fashion. You're like, she's pretty good looking, I'll be honest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, everyone, the everyone Google, soon, Google America Ferreira. Who is played, that her name? Yeah. yeah that's America not Ferreira, a name. Yeah. Yeah, that's a country. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Google America Ferreira, who plays Ugly Betty. Just an attractive woman. It's just bizarre that they're like, how do you make an attractive woman ugly glasses? Cool. Gla- glasses and braces, which are... Two things probably that don't make people unattractive. I've met plenty of attractive people in glasses. Yeah, exactly. I can't think of any to hand right now. Yeah. Dan Tull is wearing glasses and he's looking me dead in the eyes. I feel so uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, But yeah, imagine being Barney Stinson when no one's around. Well, you don't get an off day. You don't. Well, but that's what I mean. When I'm powered down, I'll play an Xbox or something. Or or, he does play video games. But He's really into Star Wars. He has a Stormtrooper uniform. He does. It changes between seasons yeah. to a Clone Trooper one. It's really weird. I don't know if it's a reference or whether they couldn't get the Stormtrooper one back. <laughs> um, but uh, I feel like him just on his own is just going to be... He's going to be really upset. He is the... That, that character trope is the de- definition of being an extrovert in that you sort of live off other people's opinions of you because you don't need to tell people your sexual conquests. That can be something that you keep to yourself. The act of telling people that is looking for attention. You're constantly looking for attention. So there's got to be a deep-seated misery there. That's what I'm thinking. I, I, I think I explore that in How I Met Your Mother at one stage. He's, he's depressed. Yeah. He's not a happy man. Which I think every sexy, slutty character will be. Yeah. You know, all, all, all your side characters. Because they, they're so heavily involved in the protagonist's life and trying to help them. No one ever thinks to help them. Also, the fact that the slutty character clearly doesn't have a healthy romantic life. No, mm. it's it's There's no based structure. entirely... I mean, typically with the female ones, they try and show them as sexually liberated and that they are the ones in control in, in a sort of counter yeah. move to the traditional um, uh, Joey from Friends role, which predates him, but whatever. That's what came to mind. Um, <laughs> so it's fine as like... A thing if you want to do an empowering role in reversing the role. It never does feel empowering, though. But I don't think it works in either gender. No. I feel like it... Because typically the storyline, if it's in a sitcom, will eventually reach a point where that sexy, slutty character finds yeah. happiness in someone. Whereas but it in never the, happens in the films. In the movies, they never end up happy. And you always... like the, the main character, who they've been making fun of the whole time, finds true love and gets married and all that bullshit. And at that wedding, sexy, slutty character is there dating one of the male leads' yeah. friends, yeah. 
and that's played for laughs because like mm. they're at it again like, but then the misery yeah. continues yeah, for both of them and then in the sequel she's not still with that guy because they couldn't get that actor back well no and also they just banged yeah. that's it misery continues maybe she's got a child in this next one because of the you know and they're playing that for laughs so, misery so continues let's mm. picture this okay Dan Luck is at his wedding with his beautiful bride Zoidberg hashtag throwback oh dude yeah, no, <laughs> um, and on. you're there with your new squeeze Samantha alright alright go Congratulations on your wedding, Daniel. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad I was your best man. You didn't tell me about your uh, wife's best friend, Slutty Susan. Well, just, uh, <laughs> I know she, she used to go by that little nickname, but I think we've grown up a little bit. Yeah, right? well, I mean, she's, uh, she's a catch. That's me spanking her. Well, I mean... Because I'm the dude friend. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the dude friend. I mean, she's right here. That's, yeah. that's a little bit inappropriate, if you don't mind me saying it. I mean... Man, I don't think that's a inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Slutty Susan. <laughs> I'm upset at this. I wish I'd never set it up. But I think you, we did hit on something, which is Slutty Susan. We hit right on her. You the, did. The sexy Slutty character never seems to grow up. No. All the other characters grow through the, the TV show or the movie. They develop. They have character. The characters build. That character doesn't. No. No. In in the films especially, they stay yeah. right where they are, and they only turn up for coffee. Or Pilates. I'm talking about the female yeah. ones. For the male ones, the equivalent, it's normally, yeah. a, normally a Vince Vaughn kind of character. Fuck Vince Vaughn. You know, in um, has Vince Vaughn ever been good? Yes, Swingers, great film. Not seen it. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Because I used to really like The Wedding Crashes, and then I watched it recently, and I realised it's awful. Well, the thing is, that film is entirely the two main characters are the sexy slutty ones, and so are the two female. Uh, no, one of the main female characters. Yeah, the crazy slutty one. Yeah. Ah, now. Sexy slutty one can also be the crazy slutty one. That's just the same character trope turned up to twelve. Turned up right up to twelve, and like, it's funny because then in pose, uh... <laughs> that film's not. F- it's not funny. Well, it's fifteen-year-old uh... me thought it was fucking hilarious, but I think that's just because fifteen-year-old me thought that boobs were funny, and because <laughs> it has got boobs in it. Hasn't it does it? have boobs like, in it, and that's why it's good. But. The thing that annoys me about that film is that it's very funny. Into like, I think Will Ferrell's great in it. There's a I hate to make it blue. There's a rape in that. Yeah, he gets- she ties Vince Vaughn up and has sex with him against his will. That happens repeatedly. It's played for laughs. Wait, which film? Wedding the Wedding Crashes. Oh, right. He gets jacked off at a table. She she coerces him into sex left, right, and centre. It's if you rewatch that film, it's actually really upsetting. Until eventually he they fall in love. You know, no. What happens there is he Stockholm's right into her. It's like genuinely rewatch that film. It's fucked. I don't think I've seen it. Bradley Cooper's just con- constantly wailing on Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson has he been, he been in a good film? No. Have you seen that supercut of Owen Wilson just going what what no what that, that that is Owen what? Wilson. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit in just like a couple of minutes. A couple that seems excessive. <laughs> no, we're not going to do a couple. Of minutes. A few seconds, some amount of time. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Great. Amazing. Let's go shine. Well. Well, that was lovely. I, I, but that was great. I, I think that movie is kind of the... The, the, the Wedding Crashes is the ultimate sexy slutty issue. Because you've got... Two um, main characters. Two main characters. Are sexy slutty. And two of the side characters as well. Because it's sort of implied that um, Bradley Cooper is sort of a sexy slutty character He's a sexy well. slutty character as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, the only characters that aren't are Christopher Walken... 
Because why mum, not? The mum suggested to be a bit slightly as well. She is. She gets her tits out. Yeah. Um, there's Christopher Walken, that emo kid who paints. No, because he wants to fuck as well. Which one's the emo kid? I've forgotten that he one. He paints a picture of Owen Wilson naked, doesn't he? Oh, he's the weird one. Yeah, the weird he? kid. Yeah, and then the, yeah, it's it's Christopher Walken and, and Rachel McAdams. Yeah. So those two are not sexy slightly. Every fucker else. Even, what's his name? Um, when uh, Will Ferrell turns up in it. Is Will Ferrell in that? Yeah, he's the original wedding crasher who cra- yes. he's moved on to crashing funerals. funerals. Oh, dear. <laughs> that, that film. But yeah, that's the ultimate, like, archetype of this archetype. You have every incarnation, every possible permutation. And, and it ends pretty badly, mostly. Well, it's... Uh, what, the, what's his name? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn marries his rapist. Through torture. Yeah, which is fucked. Um, <laughs> Owen Wilson doesn't get with... Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Rachel McAdams. Until the end. Christopher Walken isn't in that film. Enough. I think Christopher Walken shoots Vince Vaughn. Yes. No, they go hunting. Yeah. He shoots him in the arse, I think, or yeah, something that like sounds, that. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's good. Um, yeah, Why is Christopher Walken not in more movies? Oh, he needs to be in all of them. Yeah. Have you seen the film Couples Retreat? No. It's got Vince Vaughn in again, but it's also got John Favreau, and John Favreau's a sexy slutty one, because he's in a... He's, he, it's about a load of couples who go to Hawaii or something, and John Favreau and his wife aren't happy. So John Favreau is trying to jump on everything. Good. Like, he gets a massage and he gets a boner and he's like... Well, well, well that sounds like such a mature comedy. He's like, what are we going to do about this? You know, well, you, Don't talk about mature comedy on this podcast. <laughs> it's got no place here. I, I want none of that <laughs> high shit. sophisticated comedy for such patricians such as ourselves. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and he's just trying to get with everyone. And it just proves that two sexually slutty characters, because they both are yeah. doing it. But that's another... That's They've a, got married and it doesn't work. That's another trope though, isn't it? That both partners are cheating furiously. Because that means that there's no villain. Yeah. It means you don't have to feel bad for anyone because they're both doing it. But then, like, when they break up, are we supposed to care? Because you're like, well, now it's just the same. They shouldn't have been together. Like, that was clearly not a healthy relationship. And I feel like that film shows you perfectly what happens when sexy slightly characters get with each other at the end of the film. Which is nothing good. Which is, they hate their lives. Yeah. So on and that the cycle continues. On brutal, that, vicious, note, miserable, slutty, sexy cycle. If you want to let us know what other character tropes there are that we haven't thought of, you can tweet us at at Offpiece Podcast. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash offpiece podcast. Or you can email us at offpeacepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh, thanks for stopping by, y'all. Hey.